Let's say there's a spider in the bathroom, right? Who are you going to call? Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to The Virtue Signal. I think you know the parties involved by now. I'm Bill Whittle here with my friend and colleague, Alfonso Rachel. And uh, as you probably have guessed by now, since this is episode 199 of this magnificent piece of work, uh, we try to talk a bit, a little bit about the politics and the morality behind the politics and figure out what virtue is. Usually we find out what virtue is by taking a look at all the vice out there. Uh, So I've noticed something, Zoe. I have, there's a couple of YouTube channels that I, I watch, uh, and these are the kind of channels where this guy will watch TikToks so that I don't have to. Mm. Uh, and before we go any further on this, because it basically, the guy's a former Marine, uh, his, his, his channel's called uh, Odin's Men, and he just provides the kind of commentary that you would expect a 50-year-old Marine to provide on all of these lunatics. I find it soothing. Um <laughs> Now, it needs to be said, especially in the recent re- uh, uh, revelation that TikTok in China is nothing like TikTok in the U.S. In China, TikTok sends you to stories on how to do physics experiments. And, you know, so this clearly is designed to it, it's a, it is a Communist Party weapon designed to show us the worst of our society and empower them and make their voices louder. And, and it, it's a it's a psychological operation. So just get that out of the way. But here's one thing that I've noticed quite a bit recently, because I, I keep my eye on these pop culture things. We seem to be approaching a point now where more and more of these progressive, woke, generally Gen Z and millennial people are starting to come into collision with reality. Uh, reality and truth are essentially on some level, they're the same thing. Those have always been our most powerful allies. And... Uh, I've been saying that if you want to cure people of socialism, you kind of have to give it to them. So things have to get really bad because that's just how we're built. But what I'm seeing on TikTok is uh, uh, I'm seeing a lot of this. One class of of uh, videos is from women in their late 30s or early 40s. And TikTok is kind of like a diary, right? It's just you get to complain to your phone and then people like it and you feel you know validated. But I'm seeing a lot of videos where... Uh, where women in their late 30s and 40s are saying pretty much the same thing. They're saying, you know, I, I've got this incredible job, you know, $300,000 a job. I own my own house. I've got this nice car and so on. And I come home at the end of the day and there's nobody home. And I'm here by myself with my cat and and it feels empty and 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 I can't I can't say that I'm happy. Mm. That strikes me as a case of of modern feminism hitting the wall of reality. There's some other examples too. Um, We're seeing more and more uh, young women in their 20s mystified at why they can't seem to hold on to uh, the kind of man they're looking for. One of the problems is, is that every one of these uh, young women, at least on TikTok, say they want what they're looking for. In fact, they won't settle for less than this. Man has to be six foot four or taller. He has to make at least $400,000 a year. He's got to be gorgeous, got to have the six pack abs, all this other stuff. They're, they're looking for a 10. 
And when you ask them what they bring to the table, they look at you like you're from Mars. And many, many, many of these women who are fives or sixes, right? Well, how would you rate yourself? I'm a 10, I'm a 10, I'm a 10. Well, it turns out uh, you're not a 10. And it turns out that you don't understand why you can't hold on to a man while at the same time you're bragging on TikTok for having slept with 60 guys in the last three months. And finally, it also seems that the, 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 the trans uh, activists have been trying to talk straight people into the fact that they have to date trans people or else they're horrible people. It doesn't seem to be working for them. And, and they're also running into this wall of reality. So that's kind of what I wanted to concentrate on today. What it, what it seems to me is, it, it seems to me very much like one of the greatest shows ever, which is the uh, like the the original Roadrunner um, uh, cartoons, where the coyote would paint a, a tunnel on a rock, mm -hmm. right? He'd have a rock, a big boulder, and he'd paint a tunnel on it. And the idea was that the Roadrunner would run into this boulder and knock himself out, and finally the guy gets to eat dinner. I was always on the coyote side, by the way. I don't know why, but I always was. <laughs> and so what happens is. He's sitting there in wait, and and then Roadrunner comes around the corner and and gets to this painted-on tunnel, and goes through the tunnel, and then the coyote basically says, "Well, hell, all right, I don't know how that works, but good enough for me." So he takes a running start. He goes to hit this thing, and he runs into the boulder. It's reason I bring that up is because I think that a lot of people on the left have thought that you could wish your way through that boulder. Just wish your way through it, and and if you if you know if you if you just wished hard enough and and if you just insisted hard enough, if you just had enough temper tantrums, then reality would bend itself to your wishes. And what I'm seeing out there are more and more people going splat <laughs> up against that reality wall. You think there's any truth to that? Uh Absolutely, man. Definitely, and, and even the whole Roadrunner uh, diet, man. I tell you what, I lived in me, the me. desert. I <laughs> mean. I lived in the desert for a long time. Actually, I'm still kind of in, in an arid region, semi-arid region. But where there's coyotes and where there's roadrunners, lots of them. And I'll tell you what, one thing I have never seen, I have never seen a coyote chase a roadrunner. I have never seen it. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> right? Wow, that's that's really kind of interesting. You know, and, and not only that, Bill, roadrunners, roadrunners are flipping shady, man. They, they're they're well, both coyotes and roadrunners are shady, man. Coyotes be having them some parties out there about how they're torturing some animal. And mm -hmm. and roadrunners, man, I think there should be a spin-off to the roadrunner and they should call it Lenny Lizard because roadrunners be snatching up livers, lizards like it ain't no thing, man, and just shake them out and just run around like they're bragging that they caught this, you know, lizard dangling from their beak. Oh, but I, I think that's why I always sympathize with Coyote, by the way, with with Wiley Coyote was because he always was drawn shaggy and, and, and you know. Yeah. Yeah. But and Roadrunner was always this, you know, kind of this French sort of ostrichy kind of thing. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, come on. Meep, meep. Oh, I love God, it, man. I, Super. I'm, I'm, with the, I'm with the coyote the whole way. Yeah, man. Acme all. Give, give me that acne, man. Acme earthquake rocket. pills. Those are the. Those are the ones. Where I think I would do smarter things with the rocket ship and the rocket rocket skates, though, man. I, I think I would. I would spend my time better on those. Since um, we're having fun with this, there was a, a an article a long time ago. It was either in the Harvard Lampoon or National Lampoon. Pretty sure it was Harvard Lampoon. It was a, a, a satire piece, obviously, and what it was <laughs> was it was a legal brief for the lawsuit filed by Wiley Coyote against the Acme Manufacturing <laughs> Company and a list of all of these horrific, you know, product defects and stuff. So anyway, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to win that one. But anyway, uh, Jerry Springer, 
uh, is what comes to mind, man, with with the uh, with the new TikTok. You know, we don't even need Jerry Springer anymore, and it's almost like one of those things where like TikTok is, man, uh, the delight in this is, yeah, at least I'm not that crazy. I don't do, I ain't a TikToker, man. I'm not a TikToker, mm-hmm. and uh, but you know, with the with the Chinese Communist Party, man, what they're doing. Uh, it's the same thing that what they do with the mute, with the movie industry. It's like, look, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll offer you a big market for you, uh, Hollywood producers to come over and, and, uh, uh, share your movies with us. You're not putting this in there. You're not putting that in there and so on and so forth. You make those movies. We'll, we'll, you'll have a budget from selling it in our country. Mm-hmm. However, you take that budget and you go ahead and you do all that crazy stuff in your country. And that's right. Because <laughs> that's what we'll, all, we'll encourage you to do crazy stuff in your country. Yes. We'll pay you for it. Yes, but none of that comes over here. That's that's the sign of somebody who's using a psychological weapon. That's you talk about Wiley Coyote, man. That's evil genius. It's it's it like is. it's weird because it's like a moral evil genius. The stuff that you guys are doing is wrong. It's straight up wrong. We're evil, but we're smart enough to know that that kind of stuff. <laughs> You will lose a grip on your society altogether. Your government will lose a grip on itself mm-hmm. and the people and the people lose a grip on themselves and on their government. At least we got a grip on something. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. So that's how the Chinese are rolling. They got that Kung Fu grip on something, you know? So, <laughs> but now, but here's the thing, man, with the, with all the women working and, and, and feeling incomplete, you know, all that stuff, of course, man, y'all, you ain't going, you know what? Ladies, you feminists out there in this whole feminist movie, you ain't going to find a good man because you've been too busy encouraging good men to become women, right? <laughs> That's one. Yeah, that or, t- to, or to simply just bug off. Like, who needs this, right? Right. Uh, women need men like a fish needs a bicycle. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll just go stand over here and we'll use, you know, uh, we'll use um, Tinder and we'll have our uh, little biological needs met and you can go over there and be your fish without your bicycles. And now all of a sudden the wall of reality is approaching mm-hmm. and and a number of these women who were saying that exact same thing 10 years ago are beginning to realize, you know, having a bicycle in the house might not be such a bad idea after all. That's right. But, but who wants to be with these people? But, and, and at the same time, man, I, I get it too. A lot of men have, have dropped the ball on what it is to be men. Men, you know, these, the, you know men have these ideas that they're learning from a lot of actually a, a lot of ideas that men had they they get when they're boys and they're not learning them from mm-hmm. fathers who are husbands. They're That's just, right. they're just getting ideas of manhood from other boys. Um, and so a lot of men have dropped the ball for a long time and I don't blame women at all for, it's like, look, men have, they're not showing themselves as a source of security. Uh, and that's what women want. Women do want a sense of security, just like a, a man wants a sense of honor, right? A man mm-hmm. wants to be honored. A woman wants to be secure. That's these are these are just wired into us by by um right biologically, Biology. right? Yeah. So now it's good that these women they got standards. Okay, that's that's great. You got standards, and uh, you want to think of yourself as this woman who's entitled. I guess maybe because you identify as a tenant. Identity is a very big thing. So if you identify they seem as a tenant. More, they seem more puzzled by it, really. Huh. They seem more like, they seem more really like shocked and, 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 and mystified. And, hmm. and one of the things that, because that, now there's an entire movement of men who are trying to explain to women why none of this is working out for you. Hmm. There's an, in fact, there's an entire movement called uh, MGTO, which is men going their own way. Basically, men are just basically checked out from this whole thing. If if you if you want, you know, if if you ladies want to have a body count of two hundred, okay, we'll meet you at two o'clock in the morning on Tuesday for an hour or two, and then we're gonna ghost you. You have lowered your own value, yeah. and and you're not bringing anything to the table. And 
And this is what seems to mystify them. You know, they've gone, What I think really the case, the, the, the heart of the case is, is that women have been told that they should be, by modern feminists, that they should be exactly like men. And many of them are trying to be exactly like men. They're sleeping around, they get, you know, the house, you know, they got the car, the job. And, and, and finally, there's like men who are just a number of, of men on, on social media coming out and saying, we don't care about any of that. It doesn't matter to to us as men. Doesn't matter how much money you make. Doesn't matter what kind of car you drive. That's a man issue, right? We want somebody feminine. We want somebody who who is the opposite of what we are, so that together as a team we can become unbeatable. And and this seems to be spreading throughout the culture. It's the leading edge of it, and it's going to get much bigger. Where where all of these people, mostly millennials and Gen Z, are suddenly being confronted with the reality of their loneliness or their or their isolation, and they can't talk themselves out of this one. That tunnel that they thought they could walk through, it's not a tunnel. It's it's a it's a boulder. Indeed, man. And these, you know, a lot of people are gonna feel like, you know, uh empty or 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 incomplete. Um, you know, I one of the things uh, you know that people boast about a lot, you know, like with the economy that that Trump had was, uh, you know, um, the economy's coming back and there's more women in the workforce and stuff like that. And and I'm like, okay, that's not necessarily. I don't I don't take that as a sign of a good economy. A sign of a good economy is when a woman doesn't have to go to work. A sign of a good economy yeah, where, is where yeah. one man could make enough money to to support a family if the woman chooses to stay at home. Absolutely, but a lot of women are working because they feel like they have to. And don't get me wrong, if you have a passion, if you have a talent, uh, you know, Absolutely. do it. Do it. You know, I I, I encourage that. Uh, but you know, if it's a if when it comes down to like say for instance, hey, you know, uh, we we've had children. Um, them children are going to be ne- uh, needing mentors. Uh, and you should, if they're your kid, mentor your kid. Your kid needs to see that 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 husband wife dynamic, and they need to see. Oh, how it is that they're going to, uh, you know, the woman is going to apply herself to the to the management and administration of the household. And, and women have been sold on this idea that there is something demeaning about that. It's like, no, you need you got you got to check out that Proverbs 31 no, and find right. out what a Proverbs 31 woman is. You know, managing, you know, your man's affairs is and if I can say really quick, you mentioned the word team. You know, these men, you know, these men are looking for a woman to be their partner. And that's what it was supposed to be. That's wired into our biology spiritually. That's what the Lord said. When I made woman, I made her to be your helper. But the word for helper breaks down to be more of a military term. She's not just your helper. She's your ally. Right. She is your ally in going and taking dominion. That's what we're supposed to do. And this woman is supposed to be basically your administrator. She manages your affairs. You're the one who goes out. You get the resources. She's the one who applies it to how you are going to build your enterprise. She is basically the educator. She's the flipping family doctor. She's the one. She's the one going up and in, 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 uh, uh, incurring land. She's the one who's doing that. You're the one going to go get the resources to do it. So it's not and like she a- should. Yeah. She should be the protector of morality in the family, right? She should be the one. Who is, who is least. the protector of, yes. of the morality of it? And when you and when you've got women now who are out there, young women who who they'll sleep with you know 15, 20 guys in a weekend, and and they they think they they feel like wow I'm so empowered and yay you know we're just exactly like men. But when it comes time to actually get married, <laughs> they don't know why they don't know why nobody will stay. And and the answer is why should I stay? You've been through sixty guys in the last two months. You know, we already know. We, 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 
we're not in the mood for we're not in the market for a car that's got that many miles on it <laughs> and and what the, the reason i'm bringing this subject up is not to so much even gloat about it or 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 revel in it so much as it has not gotten to the point yet where it's changing the way they vote because young single white women are the single largest voting bloc that the democrats have so it hasn't changed their voting yet as we saw back in november but but it is starting to change their emotions they are beginning to realize that they've been sold a lie and they cannot talk themselves out of this one because no matter how much they can that you know no matter how stunning and brave they are they're still coming home to either an empty apartment or they're sleeping with 30 guys and the 31st guy they think my god this is it this is the catch this is the guy i've been waiting for my whole life and then they meet up once and then she tries to text him and he's gone he's ghosted her and and there's no way around that right that's that is that's the boulder that's the wall and as more and more of these progressive people run up against this wall of reality they're trying to deny that there's a biological difference between men and women that's that's roadrunner going through the tunnel right <laughs> mm -hmm. but no there is and so now they're just looking around kind of shocked and mystified at at why all the things they were told were true and what happened aren't true and aren't happening. Indeed, man. And it's like, look, ladies and, and guys too, because you're, you're not going to find fulfillment in these things. You have, and you do have people trying to, you know, make these pursuits. That's why the word of God says, look, man, you trust in me on this. You will not be hungry anymore. Eat mm. this. If you trust in me on this, you will not be thirsty anymore. These people are running around thirsty and hungry. All right. You find the real, you got, you find the real nooch. And you don't hunger for those things anymore that poison you. It's basically giving you spiritual di diabetes and spiritual candida, right? It's, mm -hmm. You don't want those things. So I'm looking at, you know, even with um, this, the, the, the MGTOW movement. Mm -hmm. um, uh, fellas, listen, a lot of reason why these women feel so disillusioned by these things and feel like they can't find security in a man is because man has been doing it that way anyway. Man has been going his own way. And when man decides that he is going to figure out his own way to either uh, uh, please a woman or, or make his success or anything like that, going your own way is the very thing that brings about this chaos and this separation between people. If you're going to go away, the way of the Lord is actually called the way. Right. And, and, and even the early Christians, that's what they were called, the followers of the way. You don't have a model. You don't have one. You do that's not have true. a sustainable model. Right. The you don't Lord, have a father figure. You have right. no idea what it looks like. Exactly. The blueprint is in the word of God. Ladies, the one who has not lied to you about what this dynamic is and what you will find fulfillment in is the one who designed you. He's the one who's, he, he's got this. He's got the blueprint for you. You're trying to find fulfillment in all these other things. And, and guess what? You know what? It might take a little bit of work because it is a manual and a manual has to be studied and a manual has to be applied. We're going to fall down sometimes. That's why it's called being born again, because you got to learn how to walk all over again. Right? Yeah. So in this right here, he's going to help you to get, to get your legs on this. And you got these people out there trying to find fulfillment in these things. And it's, it's, it's chasing the wind. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's principles built on sand. It's going to sink, you know? Mm -hmm. So if people are going to go with the whole MGTOW thing, you know, the, the way to go, if that way ain't centered around the word of God, that person has lost his way. 
Yeah, it's hard to blame the men though because they've been so demonized. You know, you're a straight white male and and you're you're lower than low and all of the representations that you've seen of yourself, you're either a rapist or an idiot, <laughs> right? And mm -hmm. and 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 the women treat you with with nothing but this bitchiness. It's like I don't need it, man. I don't need it. Right. And and so they're basically taking a hike. I, I saw a lot of times the video uh, one of the one of the most uh addictive qualities of TikTok for people to use TikTok is what they call stitching video. So somebody will say something and then you immediately put your video on the end of it, your response to it, it comes out as one thing, right? So there was this one video of this woman basically just so angry, you know, men, men are awful. Men are just, they're just terrible. And, and, and you know what? And they don't bring anything to the table. And then, then you stitch right together to this Irish guy. He's a very calm guy. And he says, well, one of the things that we bring to the table is the table. <laughs> we made the table and we made the room that the table is in. We built that building and we built the electricity that lights the room that the table's in. And he just goes, and, and for, and for this poisonous, destructive, anti-human woke philosophy to have so many women convinced that men bring nothing to the table. That's all part of the goal of divisiveness. That's what the entire thing is about is dividing people who should be getting along into warring factions so that so that people who aren't your best friends can basically come in and control your lives because there's no united opposition to them. That's the essence of what critical theory is. That's the essence of what Frankfurt School is. That's what Sololinsky is all about. Divide, 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 divide. And, and yet, when, when you see reality, that, that's what I keep coming back to. When that wall comes right in front of you, they, Bear Grylls did an episode of like this his survival show where he put 20 men on one island and 20 women on the other. And it didn't work out well uh, for the women, you know? I mean, they really had to go and rescue them. Uh, the, the guys divided the labor and they're building these, you know, this, you, know, you guys go to the shelter. Okay, you guys are on the survey team. You guys are going to do the fishing. And the women are sitting on the beach getting some rays, you know? <laughs> They're just lying back, kicking back, getting some rays. And then it starts to rain or whatever, and they're out of food and they're out of water. It, it just, it's not pretty. And and when when you get these radical feminists in real trouble, or not even real trouble, not even like life-threatening issues. Let's say there's a spider in the bathroom, right? Who are you gonna call? And And they are shocked about this because they've been lied to so. Yeah. They've been lied to. And people like you and me have been trying to explain to them that they've been lied to for 15, 20 years now. They don't listen. They don't, they don't, they don't listen to us because they didn't have to. But now this thing has gone so far that we're seeing the leading edge of it's not a question of me trying to convince you that you're making mistakes. You're the one who is suddenly looking around and going, no, this is horrible. What am I doing here alone? You know, why am I alone? Why can't I, why can't I uh, find a, a man to stay with me? Why, 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 why? Well, here's all the reasons, but you can't change people's attitudes until they had the life beat the stupid out of them. And that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing the leading edge of reality starting to beat the stupid out of large numbers of progressives, mostly progressive women. Indeed, man, and, and and not to be nitpicky, man, but I, but if we're trying to get down to to the root of this, that's uh -huh. that's the operative word. That's the operative word. <clears throat> these these feminists, all these nuts, all these nuts. There's nothing radical about them. 
Nothing. There's what their movement is not radical. They're not, these women are unhinged. They're not grounded. Their, their whole world. Yeah, they're view, nuts. Yeah, it's it, their world is is floating in basically. It's an it's an abyss of selfishness. It's an abyss of self righteousness. It's an abyss of disillusion. There's there's nothing for them to plant their roots in. The problem with these people is that they're rebellious. They're, that that is their default state. Rebellion is not supposed to be a default state for us. Rebellion comes in when you have factions that have rebelled against us and have taken powers against us, and then we rebel, you know, to 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 not be submissive to them. But that's not supposed to be our default state. We're supposed to be rooted. We're supposed to be grounded in something fixed and eternal. That's what it really is to be radical. I'm a radical because I'm rooted in something fixed and eternal. These people are rebellious. They have rebelled against what it is to be a woman. They have rebelled against what it is to be a man. They've rebelled against what it's supposed to be, the social, this, this so-called social construct that we're supposed to uh, uh, be submissive to. No, this is our natural and spiritual design of what we're supposed to be. And they're in full-on rebellion against this. And what are they getting out of their rebellion? Nothing. They're getting nothing for it. And that's how they feel. We've got Empty. nothing. Empty yeah. and incomplete. Yep, and uh, and you're right. They are in a continuous state of rebellion, and they're in rebellion because they were taught that that's what they're supposed yes. to be. Mm -hmm. The patriarchy is keeping you down. Whatever you wanted in life, and you wanted everything, you always got it if you had enough of a temper tantrum. The reason you don't have this or that or whatever is because of the it's because of the patriarchy, because of transphobia, because of because of misogyny, all of this stuff, because of racism, all this stuff, and and all they know how to do is be angry. Yeah. And that's not attractive to either <laughs> sex. So it's actually the kind of thing where it's encouraging to the degree where I think obviously it's going to get worse before it gets better. But I do think there is an end to this road and God knows it is long enough overdue. Uh, that'll do it for this edition of the Virtue Signal made possible by our members at BillWhittle.com who have been tremendously supportive, obviously, over the years of 199 episodes. And the next one will be number 200. <laughs> And um, I learn as much about these things as, as anybody does, I think. And talking to Zoe has just always been a real pleasure. So on behalf of Alfonso Rachel, I'm Bill Whittle. And we'll see you next time right here on The Virtue Signal.